Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 48 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Haley from Oats Airbrush Tanning in beautiful San Luis Obispo, California. That's a tongue full there, but that's a, it's a beautiful city located in uh, California. Uh, she has a great area where she's located, and actually her story is pretty cool. She talks about how she rented a room and then ended up buying the retail location, the entire building now. And you can see the pictures on her website. We'll link that down below, oats630high.com. We'll link that down below so you can see some of the pictures of her salon. It's beautiful inside. She shares her great story about how she went from just, you know, just starting out being mobile to having the location, now actually owning that building and how that has uh, really helped to spring her business and how her business has grown over time and how she keeps herself busy in the salon. Yeah, it's awesome. Great story. Haley, thanks so much for sharing that. On behalf of me and the entire Happy Tans community, thank you again for sharing your story. It was a wonderful story. Those who want to check her out, we will link her website and Instagram down below. Her Instagram is really well put together as well. That's one of the ways that we actually found her was because of her solid Instagram following that she has. So thanks again, Haley, for sharing your story. It was wonderful getting to chat with you. The Happy Dance Podcast is sponsored by Sunless Evolution. Go over to Sunless Evo, sunlessevo.com and check it out. It's my newest venture with the world famous Jimmy Coco himself, basically a training and education platform for spray tan professionals. We only open occasionally every year, about three or four times. We have wonderful members. It's a great Sunless family. Check it out, sunlessevo.com. If you have any questions, as always, feel free to reach out, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much, and happy tanning. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Haley from Oats Airbrush Tanning. How are you doing today, Haley? I'm doing great. Thanks, Grant. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to share your story with us. Uh, for those of you that don't, uh, for those of the listeners that don't know you, I'd, I'd love for you to kind of introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about you, your background, your business, anything you want to share. Yeah. So my name's Haley Murphy. I'm 35 years old. Um, I started OATS. It's an acronym for Organic Airbrush Tanning Salon. Um, it's in San Luis Obispo, California. So got beautiful California here. Um, I opened the salon about four years ago, but I started spray tanning about seven years ago. Um, I was a dental assistant actually for my dad, who's a dentist. And, um, so I kind of just got into that family business and 10 years went by and I realized, wow, I'm tapped out at $25 an hour. I'm like, I need something else. This is not going to work for me. I'm capable of doing something else. So that's when I got my first spray tan and it just kind of happened from there. I remember I was going to go to a party and I needed a tan and I Googled it and I think Yelp popped up. And from there, the first person on Yelp was this girl had five reviews and I just went, okay, sweet, here you go. And I called her and the next day I went to her garage with a pop-up tent with her kids running around upstairs and I got a great tan and I just remember leaving there and going, I can do that. Like I want to do that and I can do it a lot better than she just did it. And I, from there that night, I talked to my husband and was like, I want to start spray tanning. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but 
I did it and I, I bought a kit. I, I think I just Googled it and just started searching. And, and, you know, luckily there's, there's great kits out there that you can buy from all the different companies. I, mm-hmm. I found million dollar tan. That was one of the first companies that I used. They were great. Um, they use the traditional airbrush gun, like actual airbrush. They don't use an HVLP. So that was a little, um, tricky at first, but yep. I did it. And, um, so I just built a Yelp page and, from there, I started getting clients, and um, so about two years into doing mobile tanning, and I actually turned one of my uh, spare bedrooms downstairs of my home into a tanning room, and I had clients come over all throughout the night and stuff. It was amazing, and I just kind of realized that like there's something that out there like I need to do this, and especially where I live in a small town, San Luis Obispo. Um, we have, it's a college town, but we have a lot of, you know, health conscious, um, people that, you know, it just would have been, it was perfect. So I built up a little clientele, um, and, you know, it would be dental assistant by day. And then I would do my tans after that. And I started searching for buildings and found this incredible spot. Um, it's not by downtown, so plenty of parking, sign the lease and, just went it went for it and from there i was able to um you know build up a good good clientele and word of mouth and instagram social media all of those and i've been so fortunate um so yeah that's pretty much how i got started so that's been since i opened it's been four years wow um at this at this spot and yeah i see anywhere from you know five clients on a slow day to 30 on a on a busy day so it's good yeah, that's great. So four years since you've been in that spot or four years since you started the mobile tanning? Four years since I've been in that spot. And then okay. I've been like doing mobile tanning. Um, well, actually, I don't do mobile tanning anymore just because I have the brick and mortar now. But um, mm-hmm. seven years ago was when I like started the spray tanning and was like, I got this is fun. I want to do this. That's when I got my first tan. Okay. And it started from there. So I did that for about three years of just mobile and um, out of my home. Okay. So that's awesome. So you started, uh, most people do is a mobile low overhead. Like you said, you went online, found a kit. They're pretty affordable and kind of just get you started really quick. Not much overhead there. Not much to, to kind of recoup. You can probably recoup it with a, with a bottle of solution, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Great ROI in this business as everybody knows. Um, and something I thought that was interesting. I picked out of what you said was talking about where you are there in San Luis Obispo and that the, uh, the, the, the demographic and the people that live there are very health conscientious. You knew that that was going to give you an opportunity to create something that would mm-hmm. be sustainable and that you could get enough people in there. Um, so that's, that's really good because a lot of people don't, uh, may not understand the demographic and a lot of people go in the forums and things like that and ask questions about pricing. And it's just like, that's the, that's the last place to start is just saying, what does everybody charge? Because it's so, it, it doesn't tie into anything specific when you're just asking it like that, right? It's, it's not that subjective. There has to be so much content behind it to understand that, hey, I'm in this area. These people have maybe so much discretionary income. I can charge a little bit more than these people would. So that was something I picked up from what you said. Yeah. Starting out, I definitely started just charging nothing. I mean, I would literally drive a half an hour and do a tan. So that was like half an hour there, half an hour back. Tan took a half an hour. So I'm spending an hour and a half and I was charging $30 when I first started, but I didn't care. I was just like, I just need clients. I loved it. I was so excited that I was doing something on my own and I 
the price didn't really matter. Um, you know, I could kind of get to that point, but just knowing that, you know, I can do this and there's, there's a demand for it was, was great. And I just remember thinking to myself, like 30 bucks, that's a tank of gas. Like, yeah. awesome. You know, like, <laughs> I didn't care. It was just, it was my money and it was money that I was, I was making on my own. So it was right. dope. Yeah, it's it's quite a it's it's quite a surreal feeling when you go from working for someone else to like making your own money and actually handling the entire transaction and everything, and then you're like, wow, this is a diff completely different world here. It kind of opens yeah, your eyes. It is, and I, it's kind of like I'm listening to the podcast. A lot of people, same thing. You know, they leave their nine to five jobs and do this because the freedom and it's more rewarding. I mean, yeah, there's stresses, you know, not having insurance through a big company or not having a guaranteed salary, but you know, the pros outweigh all of those. And, um, it's been so fun just to, to see myself, you know, grow and take this from like just an idea to actually going for it. And yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I'm looking at your website. I see some pricing. I'll loop back to that, but first I want to touch on a couple of, uh, a couple of things I like to, to talk about with, with anybody that's an entrepreneur, we have so many ups and downs in our business. Um, we were chatting before we started. You said there's some stuff you can definitely share. So we call it, you know, it's kind of like a roller coaster up and down. I think that um, a lot of people get lost. And one of the reasons behind the podcast is people get lost in the downs. They may have, you know, maybe their first 10 goes terribly. Maybe their first five aren't what they expected. And then they just give up. And that's not what we wanted. I saw a lot of that when I worked at Sholee back a few years ago, and I've talked to a lot of people who are either getting frustrated, uh, maybe they're overwhelmed with the entire process. So there's tons of ups and downs. I'm sure you've seen those over the years from going from mobile to an in-home studio to now having your own physical brick and mortar location. So Haley, if you want to share those, you know, start with the lowest moment so far, and then we'll flip it to the highest moment. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm still learning. I mean, I, you know, I'm constantly online, like watching videos, asking other girls out there that do it. I mean, you know, there's, there's, I, I'd love to be able to see funky hands or overspray on the feet. Those are all things that we just have to trial and error and learn. And yeah, I've gotten some photos back I'm like, no, but it just drives me better at it and learn, okay, what can I do to prevent that? Maybe I need to use more barrier cream or maybe I'm I'm spraying too much on the feet, you know, all those things. I mean, you just can't give up. You just got to just take those, those negative things and bring them into the positive things because that's, what's going to make you, you know, better at what you do. But I mean, I still have issues. I still have, you know, um, things that, that you just learn over, over the time, but I'm very driven. I'm fortunate enough to be that kind of person where I'm like, I'm not going to give up. I'm invested too much into this, but yeah. Um, so yeah, and one of the things that we talked about, like obviously worst moment in my whole spray tanning career was, um, I got a call from a realtor that my building was for sale and I was just absolutely devastated. I couldn't believe it. I didn't know what I was going to do because here I am. I've, I've been in this building for three years and now it's for sale. Somebody's going to come in and buy it. I'm going to have to move and find another spot. And it's just such a unique building. I was so fortunate to have it already built out in a really cool industrial kind of a steampunk way. So I just, when I was decorating, I just kind of went for it and it has kind of a rustic cool style. But with my worst moment, it turned into my best moment because 11 months after I heard that news of it being for, for sale, um, I was able to work with, you know, um, lenders and um, thankfully my family helped me out and I was able to buy the building. So it's just been such an incredible opportunity to know that like, I'm not going anywhere. And now that I have this, 
um, I don't have to worry about anything happening or a lease coming up anymore or, you know, and now I can really concentrate on, on the building and, and dial it in as, as far as like structure goes because I can do those things that I couldn't before. So one of the first things I did was um, I built a, like a unit, a spray tan unit. So I actually poured a concrete slab and with a drain in it so that when in my unit, when I'm after, you know, every week, I just um, hose it down and the drain goes out and it's, you know, those kinds of things where you, I wouldn't have been able to do that had I just been renting, you know, the owner wouldn't have allowed that. So now owning that building, it's, um, I'm, and I'm putting it towards something, all this hard work is going into my future, you know, as opposed yeah. to just wasting money on rent, which is unfortunate, but I mean, that's what I was doing for years and years. And then, yeah, so I was able to do that, but it, I mean, it took, it's a hard, it's hard work because I worked my butt off to be able to pay for my mortgage, you know? And, um, so yeah, best or worst moment turned into my best moments, but it yeah. took 11 months to get there and it was hard, but we did it <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, that, that's an awesome process. We have a lot of people in the Sunless Evolution group that are uh, in the process of maybe not necessarily purchasing a location, but opening a physical location. And uh, I mean, the times they, they the times that they're posting about issues and contractors and things like that. I just had a call with somebody earlier that was telling me about they had to have, you know, all these three contractors come back and fix other people's work before they got yeah. through it. And now, I mean, you're going through the process of actually purchasing a place, uh, commercial real estate, which is a huge uh, investment on your part. I can't imagine that. And it took 11 months of uh, <laughs> probably some stress uh, late nights and who knows. Oh, yeah. And negotiating the price. I mean, I can only do so much and the owner wanted a lot and we, he ended up coming down a lot and it's just because I was driven and I wanted, I, I, I needed this building, but I mean, best case scenario would have been somebody that bought it for an investment and then rented it out to me. But um, I, I, somebody could have easily just come in and wanted their business there and I would have been out and I would have had to gone and find a whole new location and, you know, everything that I've put into this building and everything I would have had to go and do somewhere else. So yeah. it was, it was a very, very kind of hard time, but it, it turned out to, to be um, incredible. Yeah. It sounds like it. And sometimes uh, I know we've had some other guests that share that as well. Kind of the, the worst moment turns into the best. Maybe you kind of learn from the hard times in life. I think that's pretty typical, especially, especially from an entrepreneur or from a business standpoint. Um, and we'd love to, you, you'll have to get us some pictures of your spot. I know there's a couple on your website, but I'd love to see kind of the setup you have with the drain and all that stuff. It sounds really Yeah. Cool. I know that's another thing too. When I was like, researching, you know, what to do. I knew what I needed, but before I invested in a $2,500, like, I think it was Tampa Bay or no Kahuna Bay, those units that you can yeah. buy, the filtration system just wasn't great. And I was getting ton of overspray and I was having to manually wipe it down every week because there was just tanning solution caked everywhere. It just wasn't ideal for the volume that I was, of tans I was doing. And so when I was ready to add a second tanning room, I when I'm going to build my own thing and it ended up getting a contractor and working out great because it's just dialed in. It's exactly what I need. And yeah, I have four fans. They're great. The, I got the maxi mist, um, 20 by 20 like box fan uh, filters and yeah. put that in. So just pull those out, rinse those. And then I put a, a cover over where the fans are and then I can just bring in a hose and just spray it down. The drain goes out and it's so easy and awesome. it's, yeah, it's incredible. 
Very cool. Yeah, you have to get some pictures. That sounds really cool. I'd love to see that set up. I haven't heard anyone else doing it that way. They're they're very well. Maybe some people out there, but I haven't seen that or heard it. So it'd be cool to see that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So if you look back to about seven or eight years ago when you got started tanning, you may have mentioned this earlier. I know you referred to Yelp as kind of one of the first things you did, but do you remember how you got your first paying client? It was Yelp. Um, just because that's the experience that I had where here I didn't even know I'd never had a spray tan. And so I just Googled it. I just Googled spray tan San Luis Obispo. And then the first thing that popped up was Yelp. And then I clicked on Yelp. And then the first, I kind of have a love hate relationship with Yelp, but um, I <laughs> just <laughs> have to do it almost, you know, especially where I am. It's, I get so many referrals from Yelp. I get so many clients that did the same thing I did and just go online and Google it because they don't know. And Unfortunately, it's just there whether you like it or not. And um, so Yelp was the first one. And then after that, you know, you kind of go word of mouth and, you know, being in a small town, it's people hear about it. And then before that, now after I just, I don't really have to do any advertising. I've actually, I've never done advertising, but except for like just some sponsoring on like Instagram and stuff, which, um, you know, isn't, doesn't really count, but yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, that's that's pretty awesome. And yeah, I, I, trust me, I, I don't really care for Yelp. I don't, uh, their business practices are pretty terrible, but I get that people have to be on there. And actually what you said just kind of reminded me of something back to like kind of the demographic and the pricing situation. The same really goes for marketing in that there's areas where people are like, everybody finds, you know, 90% of my business comes through Yelp. And then there's other people that are like, nobody's ever found me on Yelp. Again, it goes back to who your, who your clients are. Right. And that's, that's something a lot of people miss, especially beginning when they're starting out is like, who are my ideal clients? Who, who should I target and where do I find them? Um, and right. you, you found that out early on because that's, you were your own ideal client basically. So right. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah. Being in, in a small area like this, I, I kind of knew, plus I'm born and raised here. So I've seen, you know, businesses go in and out and then working in a family business that's been successful for 40 years. I've just, I kind of see what, you know, people want and it's a combination of a good service and a cool building and, you know, just being personable with your clients and, mm -hmm. and making it an experience, you know, they come in for 20 minutes, make it the best 20 minutes that they're, they're going to get, you know, and that's, yeah that's important to me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, I actually, that, that brings me back kind of around to the pricing. I saw your pricing. It's a little, it's $43 a 10, right? Uh-huh. Which is, um, how did you come to that number? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I always, I just raised my prices $3, which okay. I know it's like, it's, it's, it's a touchy one, but I, I feel like I could raise my prices. Absolutely. I could definitely charge more. Um, and I will revisit that in a little bit, but I was always charging 40. It was just, just sounded good. It was easy. It was quick. You know, people had cash. It was like here, 40 bucks tip, whatever on top of that. Um, it just was easy. And then I, I always knew I needed to raise my prices, but I never did. And it just took me like, I think it was like three weeks ago that I raised my prices seriously. And I just, I didn't want to do 45. I just, I don't know. So I just went with 43 and nobody ever even blinked an eye. I don't, it's not even an issue. It's just, it's made a little difference just in that three weeks. I'm like, wow, I made kind of a bit more because on top of that tipping with, I use the square app and Square's amazing because it has the automatic gratuity on the top, the percentage that they can just boom, 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 tap yeah. on it and, and it just goes straight in. So they don't have to worry about it. Yep. Um, so it's definitely made a difference, but 
I don't know. I think just for my area, I just tried to stay at least a little competitive with some other people that do tanning. And um, I didn't, you know, I mean, if I'm going to lose a client over a couple dollars more then obviously <laughs> like, hey, no big deal. But yeah. um, since I'm, you know, doing it, um, uh, doing a lot per day, I'm, I'm okay with being a little bit on the lower end. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, com- it's comparable to, to the other girls in, in the area um, yeah. that, are, that are doing tanning. Yeah, for sure. That I was just kind of curious how you came. Most people are such round numbers, right? Zero is five. So <clears throat> I was more or less curious about that. Um, uh, and also looking at that, I'm I'm curious about how how is the um, as far as performance goes, is uh, how many like monthly unlimited versus the packages? Which do you sell more of? Which do you find to be more beneficial for your for you and your clients? Yeah. So. The month or the monthly unlimiteds are, are really popular with I would say more of like my students, the Cal Poly okay. students there. Um, just because it's easy, they can just come in, they don't have to worry about it, and they try to come in a lot. They want to come in every week. <laughs> um, yeah. And I've got um, just most of my 30s, 40s age group that are take advantage of the packages um, because then they can use them whenever you know they just have you know trips or special events or weddings that they go to. So they're not getting tans every week. They're getting tans, you know, maybe once or twice a month or here and there. And so the packages don't expire. Um, but it's a nice way for them to get the little discount and then still um, be able to know that they've got it in the back of their head where it's like, oh yeah, I still have packet. I still have tans at Oats. I need to go use those, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, the packages are great and the monthly unlimited is great too. Um, so, but definitely age it's, you know, the, the, but I also offer sorority and a student discount too, because I have so many sorority clients that, I mean, they have an event every freaking weekend, I yeah. feel like, <laughs> or, you know, whatever. So they're here, they're, they're here once a week at least. And so that monthly unlimited is totally worth their while to do it. Yeah. 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 And again, it comes back to knowing your clientele, right? It makes sense to offer that some kind of, even if it's student only or whatever, I mean, sorority. Yep huge i was talking to somebody yesterday that's in a college town and, and they're just starting to tap into that uh atmosphere or to, to that uh, uh community there at the college so i was like yes yeah, it's gonna be huge for you get in with those sororities you know find the most yeah. popular ones and get in there and it's just like a money maker for sure <laughs> it is and then some some of the things that i'll do is um offer like have a, one of the girls host a party so if they host it their tan is free and then yeah they have to get at least 10 girls to go out. So offer a discount on top of that for all the girls. So that's a great way because then all they do is go onto their sorority Facebook page and post something like, Oh, Oats is doing, you know, um, discounted tans. And then they do all the hard work for me. They get the clients in and then they just book. And so I give them a free tan for doing that. And it's a great way for you to, you know, we offer a free span, free free spray tan for a girl that's going to do all the hard work for you. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Not only that, but then, you know what, any of those girls that haven't heard of you or haven't had a tan, whatever it may be, right? Next time they need one, which is going to be like you said, every week, every other week, whatever it is, they're going to come to you. So it's a win, win, win all around. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So uh, Haley, what, uh, as your business has grown from what it was um, from, you know, being mobile to in-home studio to now brick and mortar location, now you own the, the actual physical location, um, how has, how have things changed for you in the business? Do you have anybody working with you, helping with you or anything like that? I mean, I'm curious about how that's. Evolved. Yeah. 
So I, I have this space. And so I do have a couple other estheticians that work out of the salon and they do lashes and um, facials and stuff. I, I'm the only spray tanner there right now, um, just because that's, that's my baby. That's my bread and butter. And it's nice to just have that. And when they go to Oats, it's, they go to Haley. That's kind of how it's known. So it's not like, Oh, I'm going to Oats, but I don't know who I'm going to see. You know, I wanted to keep that very, um, very personal, but as I've been getting busier and now it's starting to get wedding season and all that, I need some help. So I am training a girl to do spray tanning, um, exactly the way I do it so that mm -hmm. you know, if you go to Oats for a tan, you're going to get the same tan. It's not going to be a different style or anything. Um, so I, the girls, the estheticians help with the rent and the mortgage. Um, but as far as the tanning goes, it's, it's pretty much just me book, booking every 20 minutes. And I usually book back to back and sometimes I'll have a little break here and there. Um, but I do have a girl that helps me do, you know, the checking in and checking out so that uh -huh. I can just focus on the tanning. Um, but yeah, was that the question? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I was just asking about whether I like how things have changed for you over time. Obviously now as you grow, you have the physical location you're considering maybe bringing somebody else in to help uh, maybe alleviate some of the time for you. Maybe bringing somebody else in opens up the opportunity to do some mobile tanning again, where you can charge more. You know, it's a good thing to have if you have somebody yeah. in there you can trust. Yeah. yeah. And I, now that I have the two tanning rooms, I have two other girls that um, they have built their own kind of companies. They have, um, their brand and everything, they um, use my salon to do their clients. So they're mobile girls only, but every once in a while, you're going to get that person that, you know, either doesn't have the situation to have you come into their house or they want to come to you or they want to come to San Luis. So they use um, the other tanning room and they're just on a commission base. So they'll give me a percentage. Um, so yeah, so that's a, another way to, 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 you know, utilize the space because the two yeah. tanning rooms, if I'm only the one doing the tan, it's kind of pointless to have two tanning rooms, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Well, that's a good scenario for everyone. Again, another win-win situation. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So Haley, if you had to pick one thing that you've done exceptionally well that's helped grow your business to, to obviously from being mobile to being able to support a physical location, what would you say that one thing is? Hmm. Just being very dedicated and hardworking and, and not, I mean, I constantly thinking about work, even when I'm not working, I'm always thinking <laughs> about ways to what I could be doing or I should be doing that. I mean, that is, it's kind of like a blessing, but it's also a curse, you know, cause you can never like just have some time off or, you know, even when I'm on vacation, I'm still thinking about work, but, um, I think just putting myself into pouring it into this, uh, into this experience is just has been key to my success, but, um, and just the growth and just being able to look back and go, okay, wow, I went from that to this. And, um, so, yeah. 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 I think that's like kind of the, uh, maybe a true, I don't know, a true marker of an entrepreneur is like of an entrepreneur, excuse me, is when you're, <laughs> when you're away from work, you can't stop thinking about it. I'm the same way. I usually actually come up with my best ideas when I'm either not thinking about it intentionally, or maybe I'm in, doing something else and just enjoying something. And I say, Oh, that was cool. How could I relate this to whatever it may be? You yeah. know, I always think of different things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Um, 
I, I was going to say too, um, I noticed they use Vagaro for scheduling. Is, is that the system that you're currently using? I, I was on your website, so I'm assuming it is. Yeah, Vagaro is great. It's really inexpensive and it gets the job done. I have a link on my website that you can just say book now and it links you directly to Vagaro. Um, there's a couple things that are a little hard, like blocking off certain services sure. for certain times. They don't, their software isn't allow it's not capable of doing that so it's very simple um it's inexpensive and each person that you add it's only ten dollars more a month um so it you know comes out to i mean the startup is 25 dollars a month and then each person on top of that you know just adds another 10 so if i have three girls in there then it's 45 dollars. but okay um so yeah, it's great. I do love a girl. I used to have mind body, um, but and mind body was kind of expensive and, but they could definitely, they're more complex where they could, you know, yeah. you can do certain things and block off certain times or certain services. Whereas Vagaro, you can't do that, but I'm happy with it. I mean, it works and it's very user-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. I know mind body is more, a little bit more complicated, more for like studios almost seems like I know some dance studios that use it and things like that, but Vagaro is very popular. In the spray yeah. tanning world, especially they, and I don't know if you know, they have the online waivers now as an option you can add on so you can get your people. Yes, that's on. so good. That's another thing I need to get into because I'm so tired of doing these papers and printing them out. And then I have all these papers, like, but they're just like, what am I going to do with them? I should scan them. But to bypass that, I should just do the online. Yeah, yeah save some paper. Obviously, it's good for the environment and makes it yeah. easier than everybody. Yeah, I think it's only like another $10 add-on or something like that. So. Yeah. Not bad at all. Vagar is uh, really popular in the tanning world. Obviously, not only do they have that, they also have some pretty powerful marketing tools built in there with email and things like that. So people can utilize those as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I know you mentioned earlier a little bit about Million Dollar Tan. I've seen some pictures on your website with that as well. Uh, what what type of uh, equipment and solution do you uh, currently use? Um, so I just did, um, about six months ago, I did private labeling. Um, and so I, I got a line my, my goal for the private labeling was to, I'm going to be starting to do trainings, um, at salons all over the place. I, I had a, another probably idea sitting, you know, trying to be on vacation and then just thought to myself, Oh wait, how else can I expand? How else can I grow? But, um, another little business adventure that I started was um, I want to start doing trainings to other salons all over. I'm going to start as close as possible, obviously, so I can drive to them. But, you know, from there, if it goes off, then I want to try to grow and and be able to have other salons, you know, hire me to come to their salon and offer spray tanning, um, train their staff how to do it so they can offer spray tanning. So doing the private label was, was great because um, it, gives me something that I can, you know, offer to those other salons where they're, you know, investing in oats, they're investing in that brand. Um, So currently I have, you know, my solutions, I just have the three, level one, level two, level three, it's a light, medium, and a dark, and then I have a clear solution um, that a lot of people like clients, and then I did a barrier cream, and then um, two retail products. So I have a tan extender, which is a lotion, and then um, an instant airbrush, which is, you know, an aerosol tan in a can shake and spray. Um, so with those, those are, that's all I'm using. Um, and that's what I'm able to take as a kit to the other salons. And it'll include like a, a six hour one-on-one training with their, their staff to show them how to do tanning. So it'll include the, the compressor, the gun. Um, I'm going to use the maxi mist, uh, 
TNT evolution. I found that one is super quiet. Um, and it comes with the three guns. So, you know, if something happened to one of them, you've got two others as a backup. I mean, it's, it's a, fir- a great first timer um, machine. And then I'll also include a tanning tent, just a pop-up tent. And then, you know, like a gallon of each solution or a liter of each solution, depending on you know what they want to purchase. And then a six hour one-on-one training um, with me at their salons. And then hopefully, you know, they're on their way to now offering spray tanning at their salon. There's so many salons that don't offer it right now that yeah. it's important. And if I'm coming to them, I mean, why not? You know, I'm training them. I think that's what holds people back from offering it is like, well, we don't know what to do. Well, now I'm solving that problem. I'm going to come to you and I'll train your staff. And then tomorrow you guys can start offering spray tans to all your clients. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge opportunity for the training. I see a ton of people that have been in the industry for a while or, uh, you know, finally figure out, hey, I can teach other people this. People are always asking me questions anyway. And like you, you're kind of tapping into the salon. So that's even better because they're already existing businesses. What is it to a salon to pitch in a couple thousand dollars or whatever it is to get another service that'll pretty much make the money back, what, within a day or two, I would say. So it's, it's pretty crazy. That's a great opportunity for you. Uh, sounds like you've really uh, started to think out that process. It'll be interesting to hear how all that goes. Yeah. And that was why I was like, I got to do this. So yeah. the private labeling was pretty key because that was the first thing I started doing, which is I needed to have that because I wanted my brand. I wanted the Oats brand on yeah. there so that they're investing in that brand. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah just being able to <clears throat> go to them, I think is going to eliminate a lot of the, um, you know, issues that salon owners have that they go, well, we don't offer it because we don't really know anything about it. We don't have anybody that does it here. Well, perfect solution. I will come to you, invest in me. Oh, here's the kit. It's all ready to go. You're set. Yeah. Basically business in a box, as we said, or for them, it's, it's an additional service in a box. We'll yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So when you started out, did you go through, and I'm not sure if you mentioned this earlier, so forgive me if you did, did you go through any training or certification when you got started? I think you said you Googled mm-hmm. to find a kit or whatnot, but I don't remember yeah. you referring to any uh, training. I did not do any training. Um, I am a very do it yourselfer. I can do this, you know, and I just watched a bunch of YouTube videos and then grabbed my friends and my family and was like, here, stand here, do this, do that. And let me know how it turns out. Um, but I, I, I don't know why I didn't do any training. I, I'm not opposed to it. I just, sure. I think I was so gung ho and like wanted to just do it on my own that I just realized that I can do it and I just got to do it. So yeah, I, and I think maybe two training would have maybe, um, held me back on, on, you know, what exact, like all those little things that you pick up that you know, even though somebody trains you to do it, maybe that's not necessarily the best way to do it. I wanted to research it and figure out what the best way was, whether, you know, it was the way that they were telling me to do it or it wasn't the way they were doing it. Cause everybody's style is so different. I mean, those are just things that you learn and, and I wanted to kind of put my own little twist on it. So no, I didn't do any training. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, yeah, that's a good uh, mindset to have. I think certain people obviously need the training. Certain people can take it online. Certain people need it in person. Some people like yourself are just, you know, DIY. They want to do it themselves. That's, that's just yeah. the way that they learn. Uh, so there's so many different ways to, to do that. And then obviously, like you said, everybody 
has different techniques and things like that. None of them are wrong. None of them are right. It's just the, the technique is what it is. And I tell anybody that goes to a training, look, you're going to learn a process through this person, whoever's training you. But whenever you start spraying on your own, you're going to adopt your own technique. There's no doubt about it. It's not like anybody's going to spray the same as, as you are taught. I think you definitely mm -hmm. kind of find your own little ways to do things over time. So, um, but training obviously is a good thing to, to get started. I think for a lot of people um, in this industry, and that's a huge struggle in the industry is like what kind of regulations or anything can people have to just keep somebody from going online and getting started really quick. And it's not always a bad thing, but it, it can lead to a bad name. If, if people aren't like you or they're actually dedicated and doing the research and really taking their time, some people just jump right into it and call themselves a spray tan artist or whatever. And that kind of gives them right. to the community. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. Haley, well, before I wrap up here with the last question, I just want to thank you on behalf of me and the entire Happy Tans community for taking time to share your story and let, you know, learn a little bit about you. Um, for anybody that has questions or wants to reach out to you, where's the best way to do that? Um, they can direct message me on Instagram because I control all of that. Um, and that's probably the best way. Or, you know, my website, if you just Google Oats, it pops up and the the number on there, if you uh, want to talk to me, it's my business line is my cell phone. So you can always text that number too, cool. or the email off of the website. Um, that's, that's, it's all me. So it'll yeah. get to me somehow. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. Haley. Actually, I meant to, thanks for saying Instagram. I meant to say you, you have quite a, a good following over there. Do you have any tips for people on how you got, I think a lot of people are, are struggle with Instagram. It's really hard, hard one to learn, but it's so valuable for this industry being so visual. So do you have any it is. tips or tricks or did you build all that organically yourself? I did. I, um, I just, yeah, it's hard because I, I never had an Instagram personally and I never had Facebook personally. So it was hard when I started the business just to jump in with that. But it also was nice because I could just keep it business only. Um, okay. I mean, if you look on my Instagram, there's probably not one single picture of me. You probably won't even be able to know, put a name to the face. And I just, that was, that's just me. That's my personality. I, I wanted to keep it very business. So when you look on that website, you don't really know who's the name or the face behind it. But yeah. Um, yeah. I just recently hired a marketing girl actually, which is going to be great because um, I'm not very good at it and I want to be able to focus on what I'm good at, which is spray tanning and, yeah. you know, starting my new business and all that. But I feel like it's important to, as you grow to, to take those things and, and, re and spend your money on, on things that, you know, you're not very good at that you don't thrive in. And so I just hired her actually yesterday. We talked, wow. we met and, She's going to give me like maybe 15 hours a week and, and just do all that crap that I, that I'm not good at. That takes me so long to do. That's going to yeah. take her seconds, you know, and just <laughs> website, you know, fix, dial my website up, make it so that I can, um, you know, sell my stuff on through my website. So once the salons need to order more product, they can go on my website and just pay PayPal or whatever, put their credit card in those kinds of things. And just, you know, and then running my social media, just helping me out. I mean, it takes me like 30 minutes to do a post and it's like, no, this was a waste of time. Like somebody else could be doing this way better. So I just sucked it up and hired somebody to do those kinds of things for me, which I never was able to do before, but now I'm finally to the point where I'm like, I'm too busy. And I'm like, yes, you please. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a good thing. As far as I come to a realization, a lot of people struggle with that as a business owner. You want to control everything. But when you do that, obviously, time is the most valuable asset that anyone has on this earth. So whatever you can do to offload some of that, especially like when you think about it, you're hiring a marketing professional who, you know, for all intents and purposes, should be better than you at what the, what what you're doing because it's their specialty, right? So um, if you can do that, if you can eventually get to a point where you can offload certain things and like you said, do what you're good at, do what you're passionate about, you'll be you'll probably be a lot happier, a lot more involved with everything and, and just really dedicated to it um, a bit yeah. more, obviously. But like you said, 30 minutes to do something, you're like, what, this shouldn't have taken that long, right? Can I pace no. to do this? <laughs> and all these new like things with the filters and the stories and all that, I mean, I'm just learning as I'm going and there's people that do that professionally for a living. And so yeah. it's easier for them. They can make it just look so much better. So I try my best with my social media. I really do. Um, but she's there now so that she can do that for me. So I don't have to worry about that. And cool. I can just focus on that. And I also need to hire a receptionist too. Like I do all my own booking all, all online and everything, but I, um, if somebody calls and has questions, then, and I'm with a client, then it just, it's my cell phone. So it just goes to a, like an answering service that, you know, directs you to my website to book. But I do need to hire somebody that can answer phones and do my checking in and checking out. I mean, on busy days when I'm back to back every 20 minutes, you know, tan only takes me 10 minutes, but I give myself that 20 minutes so that I can check them in and go answer any questions. And then at the end I do all my checking out. I mean, I'm to the point now where I can, I can hire somebody and have them do that so that I can, again, stay focused on the tanning and see more clients right now. I just see three in an hour when I could see four in an hour if I just have some help, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And that's like one of those things where I heard somebody say it, right? If you have to do any task more than once, it's something that you could give to somebody else. So it's pretty, you know, it's evident as your business grows that it's necessary. When you start out, I get it. People are trying to save money. They're trying to invest back into the company. But once you get to a certain point, it makes sense. And you're going to be able to grow your business a lot more. Uh, yeah. Once you're able to do that, once you realize that, uh, so on and so forth. But Haley, let me wrap this up with this final question. I'd love to hear your answer to this. Um, if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out back about seven years ago, when you were just Googling, you know, you came across a spray tan service, you had one and decided, Hey, I'm going to do this myself. What would you say in that letter to yourself? Um, you got this girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I look back on where I was seven years ago and I, and I just can't, I mean, I should give myself a little more credit because I, I'm so constantly go, go, go. I'm constantly looking at like, what else can I do? What next? What next? Which is great. But you know, me starting out, like I, I, I knew I could do it. I knew I was capable of doing it. I had an idea. I went for it. You know, even when like the people that were kind of closest to me, like I hate to admit this, but my dad was like, Whoa, what are you doing? I remember I told him like, you know, I'm going to start spray tanning. And he just literally looked at me like I was a crazy person. And I just went, no, dad, I'm going to do this. I can do it. I mean, he looks bad. He feels bad now for being like, sure. no, you're <laughs> but, you know, just to tell myself anything, it's just, you know, go for it. If you, if you have a feel it in your gut, it'll work. If you just put hard work and dedicate yourself to it, it's going to work no matter what. And if it doesn't, then you'll find something else that does. So just, you know, keep at it. And, um, Luckily I did. And I didn't, you know, give up on the first bad thing that happened to me, but um, yeah. And I tell this to a lot of my clients too, that, you know, they're like, Oh wow. How'd you get into this? Or, 
you know, what, what, how'd you get here or whatever. It's yeah. like, just go for it. You know, whether it's an idea that you have about a hobby that you're passionate about, you, you know, just, just stick with it because it will work. If you're dedicated and you care about it, it's going to happen. Just yeah. For it. I love that. Just go for it. You know, believe in yourself. A lot of people struggle with that, but a lot of people that are writing this letter, you know, when I asked the last question, it's you got this, you know, uh, dedication and hard work. That's really what it takes to be successful in anything. This is no different. It's a business. Um, like I tell people, you know, the products and the, the, the actual craft side of things where you're learning to actually spray tan is part of it. The business is where most people miss out on. And I see that because that's my focus. Usually as a business side, like in our Sunless Evolution group, I was telling you about Jimmy's the craft, I'm the business. And I see a lot of people that are struggling. And the number one question is, how do I market? How do I get more clients and things like that? Yeah. So we definitely see that as, you know, the biggest issue. Um, and, and like you said, uh, I think regret is the biggest thing. So just go for it. Test it out. Man. See if it's going to work for you. And if it doesn't, there's going to be something else. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Haley. Well, well, I, I appreciate your time on behalf of me and, and the entire Happy Tense community. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to share your story with us. I'm sure everybody's going to jump on, follow Oates uh, Airbrush Tanning on Instagram. She's got quite the following. She does a really good job of that. And obviously, we'll get to see some work from your marketing girl you just hired as well very soon. Well, thank you, Grant. I'm so excited. This has been so fun. Definitely check off the list of of goals and was doing a podcast. So this is oh, cool. pretty awesome. So thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Glad we could uh, fulfill that one for you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you take care. You have a wonderful day. Thanks again for your time. And, and we'll look forward to following you and seeing your success as your business continues.